So it's safe to say that he probably was cheating. You don't necessarily have the nail, you know, in the coffin, but it's he said he was in Tennessee. Instead, he was on some woman's story in Chicago. Hello, beautiful people. I hope all is well. I hope all is well. Welcome back to The Single Season with your host, Allison Wellington, better known as Align with Allison. This week's episode features Shay, who is struggling with learning how to navigate after a breakup. But before we can get into the episode, I'd like to thank this season's sponsor, Knox Brand Media, the go-to brand coach for six and seven-figure millennial entrepreneurs. Please be sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, and give me a five-star rating if you think this content is five-star worthy. And as usual, I have some free resources to offer you if you listen through the end of the episode. So let's get to it. Hello, Shay. How are you? Welcome to the show. I'm good. Thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure. My name yes, is Shay. Absolutely. I'm originally from Nigeria. <laughs> nice. Thank you for being on the show. So, Shay, we talked a little bit before we got started. I know that you've recently experienced a breakup. So can you tell us a little bit about what's going on, what happened in your former relationship, what went wrong? Give us the tea. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I've known my ex-boyfriend for before we started dating. We had talked for about a year. And he was from Canada and I was here. I moved here about two years ago. And along the line, he moved to America. And we thought, why not? Why not just take a chance? But the thing about the old relationship was he was going to be long distance. It wasn't going to be in my city. So we decided that at least a month, at least once in, two, once in a month, we'd see each other, travel to a new city and have an adventure and get to see. Uh, that went on for a very long time. But one thing I noticed from the beginning was he was love, love bombing me a lot. And because at that time I had been on a break for about two years, it was nice to feel. But over the course of like six months that we we're together, it started changing. I noticed that whenever I came to adventures or fun things, it was always there, it was we. But when I had issues that I was struggling with, it was me. And that was the first time I noticed that there was something wrong. And it would, I, I was on the journey where I was trying to enhance my femininity try to be a female in all that ramifications but he used to put that push that down a lot he would tell me you know you can't do this and then i'll use the code the exact words that he would say you know i'm as i'm as brave as a lion you should be a lioness you can't be this emotional you can't be this he used to gaslight me a lot he used to put me down a lot it made me feel like my opinions didn't matter and everything and one of that part I actually actually found that was apparently it wasn't just me in the picture it was other people too and there's certain times whereby i would want to talk to him he wasn't available and i would notice that only when he's on the road or outside his house he would pick up my phone call Mm. And I had a lot of, you know, issues. We had a lot of fights, and I just told myself because I, I had to deal with a lot of emotional trauma that I didn't even know I could have. I had to just let him go at some point because it, 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 it moved from gaslighting to saying words like "you're silly," "you act somehow," or it won't tell. It won't say stuff. It will say, so "I'm not trying to tell you you are this. I'm not trying to tell you you are acting like this." I mean, why would you say that to someone you say you care about, right? And uh, I couldn't take it anymore because I was in school, I had other things I had to figure out, and I didn't want to add this emo emotional baggage to 
into my life. So I just had to let him go. And the, that wasn't even the worst part of it. The worst part of it was two months after I broke up with him, he got married. Of course. <laughs> of course. It was... <laughs> it was a crazy experience. I still think about it because it was one of those one of those experiences that you tell yourself that this is it. This is I'm gonna give my all to this relationship. I want to see how it works out. And it was so disappointing at the end of the day that it didn't work out. And I'm just trying to navigate myself, trying to ensure that these red flags that were there from the beginning that I didn't see, I'm able to figure it out from the start and how to also choose the right man for me. I would say one of the things that I would say that made me consider him was because um, from an African home, most of our parents would tell you stuff like, oh, there's a kind of basket that the kind of man you should date should be, especially me, I'm a professional, I'm an electrical engineer. So him being uh, a process engineer, it was like, oh yeah, this is gonna work. We are gonna, you know, make it work for our future. We have ambitions, we're gonna work together. And he was able to fill that role that I saw for myself, but behaviorally, it wasn't the one for me. I just told myself that I wasn't gonna look at this anymore, I was gonna go on with this and just gonna let it go. And that was what I did. And it's been a journey of self-awareness. I've been able to identify the kind of things I don't want in a man, I think. And then I'm able to navigate through the trauma that he left behind. And I'm trying to see how I can not, you know, um, project this on other people and just make myself beloved, you know. Okay. So, Shay, <laughs> I have some questions. I need some clarity. So, you mentioned that um, he moved to the U.S. and then you said, and I'm here. So, where are you right now? Where do you reside? I'm in the U.S. I'm in the U.S. as well. Um, I moved to the U.S. Um, I'm in uh, Houston, Texas. Okay. He moved to Tennessee, so it was it wasn't so bad, but it was a bit far. And I feel like the fact that we made we out only met once a month, it wasn't enough because so many things I discovered about him was towards the end. I wish mm -hmm. that if we're in the same city, so many things I've been able to discover earlier on, and I've told myself, no, I can't go on with this. So that's also one of the issues I feel like um, affected the relationship too. I understand. And then you said that there were other people in the relationship. Let's get clarity. What are we talking about here? Was he seeing other women? Was he cheating on you? Hello, beautiful people. I hope all is well. I hope all is well. Of course, you're familiar with me. My name is Allison, certified dating and relationship coach. And I'm sure you've seen all of my testimonials, the engagements and the weddings and the babies. And I help my clients to bring those relationship goals to fruition through my six-month coaching program, The Partner You Deserve. In that program, I teach my clients how to navigate dating both online and offline and how to work on becoming the best versions of themselves for themselves, but also so that they can energetically attract the partner that they claim that they deserve. I want you to think about the struggles you've had in the, of dating in the past. I want you to think about when you were 30, 35, 40, 45, and the fact that you aren't where you want to be. At some point, something has to change. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna click the link below and you are going to book a consultation call so that both of us can discuss how I can help you to get the rings and tings. Okay, so I'll start with this. Um, he was someone that when I met him, he quote and unquote told me, oh, I don't like your social media presence. You're too, you're too active on social media. I don't like it. But on his Instagram, 
every day he has a new following and there are these women on instagram with almost naked or stuff like that so initially i complained about it and he was saying stuff like oh he's just you know just looking it doesn't mean anything and then one day he was just beside me and several messages started coming and i saw that he had been talking to several women on instagram and one of them actually posted him on a story that they were together I didn't address that. I didn't address that because that was what I needed. And that was when I knew that it was time for me to leave because we actually started talking on Instagram, but we found out that we had a lot of mutual friends that kind of made the relationship. I felt like it was like, oh, we have mutual friends. This person can vouch for this guy. He knows him. They were in the same mm -hmm. school. Everything. So I kind of thought like I was going to make it like a stronger bond. But when I started seeing that I was talking to other women, just made me see, oh, well, that was the same way he started talking to me. So why am I surprised? And seeing that I was with someone else when he told me he was at home <laughs> and meanwhile, it was in Chicago <laughs> with someone else. That was everything I needed. You okay, know, I saw understood. So, so it's safe to say that he probably was cheating. You don't necessarily have the nail you know, in the coffin, but it's... He said he was in Tennessee. Instead, he was on some woman's story in Chicago. Yes. Okay, understood, understood. Complained about your activity on social media. However, number one, action, action, Jackson. Okay, understood, I got it. So let's talk about how you're going to move forward. There are a couple of steps that I recommend for people in order for them to move on from a relationship that no longer serves them. Some of the things you're probably already doing, some of the things you need to do. So first of all, are you still following this gentleman on any social media platform? Yes. Mm-hmm. You need to unfollow. <laughs> you need to unfollow, Shay, because guess what? There is nothing that you're going to see on his page that's going to make you happy. If he posts, oh, I'm so sad, I'm so alone. I mean, we're going to get to the marriage in a second. But if he posts, I'm so sad, I'm so alone, I wish I had her next to me, that's going to piss you off because you could have had me next to you had you had acted right. If he posts that he's out with his wife, that's going to hurt your feelings because it's going to remind you that you invested years in this guy and he turns around and gets married two months later. If he posts he's with his friends, it's, oh, he's having a good time with his friends while I'm here suffering. There is nothing that he can post that will make you happy. Everything is going to annoy you or frustrate you or make you sad. And so there is no benefit to continue to follow this guy. So you have a couple of options. You can blatantly just unfollow or you can mute. You can mute if you're strong enough to not go and search his name. It, okay, so good. So we already have the answer to that, Shay. That we already have it non-verbally. You are going to search his name. You need to unfollow this gentleman. Number two, you need to unfollow anyone who you met through him that your relationship with them is because of him. So his brothers, his friends, his mom, his sisters, anyone who you became friends with on social media as a result of him. Why? Because they're his people, which means that eventually it'll be his birthday. It'll be, you know, some, uh, you know, his niece's christening, whatever the hell it is. Right. So whatever that looks like, you need to unfollow them, too. And not only are we unfollowing them on social media, we are ending all communication with everybody that you have associated with as a result of him. So you would normally text his mom for her birthday that's coming up next month? Nope, that's not your mama anymore. That's his wife's mom, mother-in-law. As a result, that relationship has ceased. Any friends, sisters, any relationship that you have with anyone because of him, that communication has to end. I'm gonna ask you this, 
Do you still communicate with him in any form or fashion? Hello, beautiful people. You know I always say that faith without works is dead. So let's put in some work so that you can be found by the partner that you deserve. If you're not ready for full-on coaching yet, then it's time for you to join the Future Wives Club. It is a private community where I teach how to navigate dating successfully in 2023 and beyond. What does it offer? We have 120 plus hours of past Q&As, all of my past trainings and ebooks. We have a monthly insight session, pop-up mini trainings. I check in with you twice a week to make sure that you're staying accountable and you're going outside so that you can position yourself to be found by the partner that you deserve. We have Wifey Wednesdays where I send you morning affirmations. There's discounts off of coaching and masterclasses. And lastly, and most importantly, we are building a community of sisterhood of like-minded women who have the same goals and aspirations as you do. So what I need you to do is click below, join us in the Future Wives Club. It costs less than your daily cup of coffee. Take action. That's the only way that you're going to see the difference that you desire. Text message, phone call, anything of the sort. Nothing like that, no. Good. You continue to do that. Delete his phone but number. I found myself just sweeping tree page a couple of times recently, and I do not like it. I do want to follow him, but I guess I have to now. Yes, you have to. You're going to, to delete his phone number. You're going to delete any text message threads. You're going to delete all photos. You're going to delete all videos. Why are you holding on to them, Shay? Other than the fact that he's married, which again, we're going to get into in a moment. Other than the fact that he's married, what is the value? To go back and reminisce on the good old times, to go back and read when he pissed you off before, there's no benefit. The relationship is over. We are removing everything that reminds you of this gentleman out of your life. The next thing are items, physical items. That Chanel bag that he bought you for Christmas, sell it. Turn it in, give it away, burn it. I don't care what you got to do. The jewelry, melt it down and make something new. He left his cologne, he left his hoodie, anything that is in your home that reminds you of him, you look at the item and it reminds you of him, it's gotta go. I recommend selling it, <laughs> trading it, right? You, I wanna have a come up of some sort, but you need to get rid of it, whatever it takes. If that means shipping his items back to him, if you feel like being kind, if you feel like being kind, I don't feel like being kind, but if you're kinder than me, you wanna ship back items that belong to him, you ship them back without communicating. If you have an address, if you don't have an address, it goes in the garbage, it goes to goodwill, it goes wherever it needs to go. You need to remove any and every reminder of this gentleman from your life so that you can move on appropriately. You're going cold turkey, cold okay. turkey, text, photos, videos, anything, letters, anything that, that you could think of that reminds you of this guy, it's gotta go. Okay. It's gotta go. <sighs> yes, this is how we're gonna end this cycle, okay? Now, let's talk about positioning yourself back in the dating scene when you feel ready. Actually, no, let's go back and let's talk about the wife. This happens to people all of the time, Shay. I don't want you to take, take it personally. It's women who feel like they've built with a guy, they've built up a guy, they break up, and then he jumps right into a new relationship, potentially marriage, children, whatever that looks like. I don't want you to take this personally. You're gonna say, Allison, how could I not? This is my personal life. It's not about you. When you see gentlemen who get into marriage right after a long-term relationship, many times, number one, they were already slated to marry this woman, meaning he was seeing this woman outside of you 
And so it was only a matter of time before the relationship fell apart anyway. What is the likelihood that he's marrying a woman that's brand new in his life after two months? Slim to none. That means he was already seeing her, which means he was cheating on you. Do you want a cheating husband? No. Yeah. Right? So he might feel a little bit of jealousy of why he didn't marry me. Why didn't he choose me? Did you want to be chosen by a guy who has full-fledged relationships going on in the background? No. So number yeah. one, he probably was seeing this woman already, especially with the two months. Number two, in instances where maybe the person wasn't seeing another woman on the side. However, what happens many times with guys is when they lose a woman, good woman, bad woman, whatever, they lose a woman, they go into a panic mode. I can't feel heartbreak like this again. I don't want to go through this process again. So the next woman that they get with, they snatch her up immediately off the scene. They might not even care about loving this particular new woman, but it's, I just went through a breakup. I don't want to go through this again. So let me snatch up the next woman that I'm with and lock her down so I don't have to experience what I experienced before. Okay. And then the last example or instance that you see when men go from a long-term committed relationship and then the next woman they marry is that they just weren't ready for marriage. Not much to do with you. They just weren't ready for marriage in that moment and something has changed where they feel ready and so they then jump out the window. If you talk to guys, they'll say that they've been with a couple of different women in their, in their lives that could have been their wife. They weren't ready. They say that all the time. They weren't ready. They were, they were feeling like they were too young to settle down. They weren't financially stable and they feel like that was a necessity, whatever it is. So those are the three instances. In your particular case, two months after breakup, I am confident that this gentleman was seeing another woman already. And again, you may feel like, why didn't he choose me? But do you want to get chose, as they say? Do you want to get chose? Do you want to get chosen by a guy who has a full-fledged relationship with somebody else in the background? And as a matter of fact, Shane, I don't mean any disrespect, the fact that he married this woman within two months, maybe you were the side chick. Because clearly <laughs> they had something going strong. I feel right? so too. Well, so, why make all the promises? And then, I mean, well, I guess that's what they usually do, right? Cheaters, that's what they do. Right. They make all right. these promises and they do what they want to do. I, at the end of the day, I wouldn't even want to get married to someone that has so many, so many side chicks. What's likelihood that it will still continue even after marriage? Absolutely. So, go through so, all that so you dodged a bullet, Shay. And so my last point about positioning yourself back on the scene. So your first question is going to be, well, how do I know if I'm ready? How do I know if I'm ready? The way that you know if you're ready, follow the following ways. Number one, when your phone rings or vibrates, do you hope that it's him who's calling? If you still have that gut feeling or your heart drops every time your phone rings, that means you're not ready. You're still holding and clinging on to the ex. So this might just be a matter of time, letting time pass. Number two, if when you drive past places that the two of you would frequent, your first date, whatever it is, and you think, oh, that's where me and such and such used to go for dinner, right? So if you're, if you're still feeling hurt, when you see places that remind you of the gentleman, that means that you're not ready. And the last thing is if you're actively crying, like there are days, Sunday night, you're eating ice cream, you're laying in bed, you're sniffing on the sweater that I told you to throw away, that you didn't <laughs> listen to me, right? And it still smells like his cologne, and you are actively emotional over losing this gentleman, that means you're not ready. So then obviously the opposite would apply. If when your phone rings and you don't feel that, that jerk, that feeling in your heart or in your gut, and you're okay, you drive past places that you used to frequent and you're fine, and you're not actively emotional over this guy, then you are ready to get back on the scene.
Okay. Okay. So uh -huh. sometimes it's just a matter of time. And I can't give you a specific amount. Of, I can't say two days, two months, two years. We're not waiting two years. Now. That's ridiculous. But I can't give you a specific amount of time. Right? But pass those three things, and then you're ready to get back on the scene again. Okay? Shay, I want to thank you for being such an amazing guest. You have a beautiful smile, beautiful aura. And I do believe that you can position yourself in order to get to win, to get into the relationship that you desire. I know. I know. Okay? Alrighty, so again, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for being on the show. And feel free to check out some of my free resources. I have a free ebook uh, called Move On Sis, which outlines five ways for you to move on from a relationship that's not serving you. I also have a free training. If you go to alignwithallison.com, A-L-I-G-N, with Allison.com, a free training call from breakup to boot up. So how do you move on from a relationship that didn't serve you? and position yourself back on the dating scene. Shay, thank you so much for being an amazing guest. So much. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a very insightful interview. Um, thank you so much. Of course, <laughs> have a good one. You too, bye. So folks, I hope that you can learn from Shay in regards to not feeling as though you are rejected once you see an ex move on. It happens all of the time. And many times it has nothing to do with you. I have had tons of clients who have felt like, well, why did he choose her? And why didn't he choose me? And, and clearly I'm the problem if he was able to get married so quickly. And then why can't I find my spouse? Many times, nothing to do with you. It has to do with the fact that they recognize that they lost a good person and they don't want to go through that heartbreak again. So they snatch up the next person so that they don't lose out on the opportunity. Potentially, and as I suspect with Shay, it could very well be that he was probably seeing this other woman and having an active relationship. So it was natural for them to get married within two months after their breakup. Or it can just be an instance where that person just isn't ready. And there is nothing that you can do to make them feel ready. They have to decide if they're ready to take that next step into marriage. Folks, it has been a pleasure. I hope that you have enjoyed and learned from this episode, and I will see you again next week. Have a good one.